117 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. I'm your host Chris Laverick. On episode 117, we have Scott Johnson of the excellent Men's Mental Health Initiative, the Proper Blokes Club, returning to the show after a two-year absence to talk about this initiative's great growth and the stuff they're up to in Sussex this summer. Then we have the SBTS Isthmian Prem fan round table and it's been a very eventful couple of weeks all round. Enjoy SBTS fans and now over to Scott Johnson of the Proper Blokes Club. It is a great pleasure the returning Scott Johnson here. Uh, Scott made an appearance here two years ago for the wonderful Proper Blokes Club which is a men's mental health initiative, exercise, talking, getting out there, enjoying our love, uh, as, as, as I look out the window now, enjoying our lovely weather as it's pissing down outside my door. You're allowed to bring brollies. I'm sure you're allowed, Scott. But listen, Scott, mm-hmm. lovely to see you again, sir. Yeah, it's great to be um, great to be back, mate. Thanks for having me again. For for people that didn't hear um, episode 59 you were on last time, which I say a long time ago, uh, in in terms of what you do, this initiative, um, which has been going for a while, quite a few years now, mm-hmm. tell us what's been happening in the interim, uh, any other stuff like that. Yeah, so obviously since we last spoke, um. Uh, We've obviously been continuing our mission to get men talking about what really matter, uh, what really matters, and um, we're, we're doing that with our London-based walks at the moment. Which we've, I think we're pretty much doubled in size since I last spoke to you. We're uh, we've got twelve a week at the moment, um, and we've got three hundred plus lads involved now, which is fantastic. And now this year, when we start to launch our new walks, where we're planning on venturing out of London somewhat and we're, we're looking to come down to the coast and utilise our uh, our beautiful coastline, you know, and uh, what a great place to, to have a walk and a talk, you know. Yeah, it normally is. Uh, not today, mm. though. Uh, no. <laughs> proper shitty weather today. But mm. yeah, so, I mean, you were looking at, I know we kind of talked beforehand, you were saying about Eastbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other places possibly, or is that the one that you're kind of aiming for at the moment? At the moment, it's that would probably be the first one outside of London, I reckon. Uh, Eastbourne. It's just because we we had um, a guy who was one of our walk leaders in Sutton. He's retired now, and he's um, living a life on the on the coast and oh, uh, on the sunshine on the sunshine coast. He, he keeps telling me it's called it in Bournemouth or yeah. something like that. Though, so. <laughs> but not today, yeah, obviously. But, yeah. but not today. But, um, but yeah, so he's moved down there and we've got a couple other lads in Brighton and, and um, Worthing as well, I believe, that want to come together and form a walk down there, um, which, which is great. And uh, yeah, so that is, the, that, that is the plan to get one down. And obviously, I'm hoping some of your listeners um, will take that on board and be interested. Um, yeah. And hopefully I can come back on in the summer when we've got a launch date and uh, a day and a location, etc. locked in and then we can get some of those guys down. Yeah, I just it's just trying to start the conversation early. I don't, you know, obviously, you know, summer, it's a while to go yet. So hopefully, we get a few involved. Mm. In terms mm. of the walk itself, 
if you could just explain to to the listeners what that would entail, like how long are they usually, what, what do, how do you usually do it? Yeah, so the walks are all pretty much the same because we want lads to be able to go to all the different walks if they want it. If they can't make their own one, they can they know what they're going to get when they go to another one, you know. So um, they're usually around 5K, so around just over three miles, around three miles, I guess. One hour, very, very relaxed pace, you know. And, um, and one of the big things we get asked as well is just... Like, what's the conversation about? What's it, what's it about? Do we have topics or anything like that? And we don't have anything like that. It's, just, it's a very free-flowing uh, free conversation. Um, 90% of the stuff is what you're going to talk about with your friends down the pub or at work or whatever. But we have that 10% where you know you can talk about the stuff that's, uh, that's, that's bothering you, know, and you can unload that stuff on these walks as well. Um, and you know you're going to be doing it in a safe environment with uh, some like-minded lads, don't I? Well, again, it's fantastic. That's why um, mm. I obviously I wanted you back on again, Scott, to kind of start this yeah. up again. Um, having a history of working in uh, the mental health sector myself, I know we do keep these things bottled up. We don't mm. need to medicalise it. You know what I mean? It can just be, you know, if it ain't a walk and talk, it's down the pub. It's about, it's just about having that conversation with your friends uh, and your family or people that you just meet. Sometimes it is better to just be meeting uh, new people and kind of having that conversation because sometimes it's a bit tough to talk to relatives and uh, mates about some of the some of those mm. issues, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I think it's a case of... Um, and, and I was one of these people as well. Like, you know, I didn't want to talk to my friends or close family about stuff because, one, I felt like it was burdening them. I was, I was moving my issues over to them. They don't want that, you know? And then the other one was obviously that, that fear of judgment. Like, what, what, what do I... What do I say to these people if they start taking the piss out of me or anything like that? You know, and these are the people I'm around all the time. You know, but if if you're not in a scenario where you're comfortable talking to your close friends or family, that's what a good thing about the club is. You know, you can come down and you know you're going to be surrounded by like-minded people, and that that will never be a case uh, in terms of being judged for anything. You're you, you can say whatever you like. You know. Yeah, Scott. In terms of people that want to contact after this, I mean, I'm I'm obviously going to put all the links in. But it, mm. could you just tell us, you know, you've got a Twitter, you've got a, a, an email, you've got, you've also got a website as well, very nice website. Yeah. Could you just mm -hmm. tell us those? Yeah, so, so what I always say to people, is just if you can just Google the Proper Blokes Club in any search engine, uh, whatever one you use, Google, whatever, um, and the first one to come out of our website, click on that, the link to all our social pages, my number, email, everything's all in one spot, nice and easy to to get in contact, in, contact with me in whatever uh, way you prefer to, you know, and... And, and that's a good space to maybe answer some of your questions uh, you have beforehand. Like, if you look at all our social media pages, we're very visual about what we do. We take lots of pictures and, and I talk a lot on there and there's a lot more in-depth stuff on, on those pages. So that, that's probably a good first stop uh, just to check out what we're doing and why we're doing it. And then if that's something um, people want to get involved in, then please uh, get in contact. Oh, excellent. Thank you for this, Scott. Get the yeah. links out there and, um, mm. you know, I'll bang on about it. It's, um, it's a really yeah. good thing you're doing, mate. And uh, don't don't get enough good press. So uh, no, I appreciate it, mate. Anyway, I can help. Anyway, look, Scott, you have a good evening, mate. You too. And uh, take care and hopefully see you a little bit later in the year. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Cheers, Scott. I wish I was a little bit taller, I wish I was a baller, I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her, wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-point parlor.
I wish I was like six foot nine so I could get with Leo. She cause she don't know me, but yo, she's really fine. You know, I see her all the time, everywhere I go, and even in my dreams, I can see my ways to make her mine. Cause I know she's living fat. Her boyfriend's tall and he plays ball, so how am I gonna compete with that? Cause when it comes to playing basketball, I'm always last to be picked, and in some cases, never picked at all. So I just lean up on the wall, or sit up in the bleachers with the rest of the girls who came to watch they man ball. Dad, y'all, I never understood black weather jocks get the fly girls, and me, I get the hood rats. I tell them scat, skittles, kebab, got hit with a bottle, and in a hospital for talking that mess. I confess it's a shame when you living in a city that's the size of a box and nobody knows your name. Glad I came to my senses, like quick, quick, got six, six in my stomach, overcoming by thoughts of me and her together, right? So when I asked her out, she said I wasn't a type. I wish I was a little bit taller, I wish I was a baller, I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six four baller. I wish I was a little bit taller, I wish I was a baller, I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six four baller. I wish I had a brand new car, so far I got this hatchback, and everywhere I go, your wife gets laughed at. And when I'm in my car, I'm laid back. I got an A track and a spare tire in the back seat, but that's flat. And if you wanna know what's really whack? See, I can't even get a date, so what you think of that? I heard that prom night is a bomb night with a hood ratchet and old type, but really though, I'm Figaro, when in my car, I can't even get a hello. Well, so many people wanna cruise cringe on Sunday. One day I'ma have to get in my car and go. You know, I take the one chair that says the 105. Get off from cringe on, tell my homies look alive. Cause it's hard to survive when you're living in a concrete jungle and these girls keep passing me by. She looks fly, she looks fly. Make me say, my, my, my. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl with a good, I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and six more parts. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl with a good, I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and six more parts. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I was a little bit taller, y'all. I wish I was a baller. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. Hey, I wish I had my way, 'cause every day would be a Friday, and you can even speed on the highway. I would play ghetto games, name my kids ghetto names. Little Mookie, Big Al, Lorraine. Yo, you know that's on the real. So if you down on your luck, then you should know just how I feel. 'Cause if you don't want me around, see I go simple, I go easy, I go greyhound. Hey you, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Ah yes, ain't that fresh? Everybody wants to get down like that. Wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and six more baller. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. SBTS Isthmian Prem Fan Roundtable. Many thanks to Harvey from Lewis, Ian from Harringay, Rob from Folkestone, 
Aaron from Hashtag, and John from Candy for making it happen. Right, it gives me great pleasure to introduce <laughs> episode 117 of the Sussex by the Sea Ishmian Prem Fan Roundtable. Uh, amongst my superb guests, Rob from Folkestone, Aaron from Hashtag, John the Canby Ultra, uh, Ian Haringey's uh, finest fanzine writer, and Harvey Locke from Lewis. First of all, good evening, gentlemen. Hello. Evening, yeah. All right. Good evening. None of us can get a Valentine's date, but we're not going to go there. Um, right. <laughs> um, first of all, the first, as I said to you, first thing we do, uh, Harvey, is anyone that's new on this podcast, um, we just get them to talk about how they fell in love with their club and uh, those sort of feelings. Uh, so how, how did you fall in love? With the uh, the wonderful Lewis. Well, uh, it was around. I think a lot of it's a lot of similar stories of people, especially my age, uh, around post COVID kind of football's coming back. The Premier League and stuff wasn't back, but all the non league um, leagues were around. And we thought, oh yeah, let's go. Me and my friends thought, oh, let's go watch Lewis, and it kind of carried on from there because I heard we got a new manager around a couple of years ago, and he's the way he plays football is very good, and we kind of got hooked from there. So it's been about going on three years since I've been going regularly, and I've ended up getting quite involved. I do the some of the stuff for the match day uh, programs and stuff, and I, it's good fun. Oh, excellent! Yeah, no, I love a match day program. So uh, you're well in there, right? And so, where we shall we start? Right. Let Let's start with John and Canvey. So, since we've last been on, John, uh, you, well, you've uh, you got you've got stuff by Enfield, but then also you d- you've on, got a great re- got a great result against Billericay, um, who seemed to lose the plot uh, when they were playing you. So I don't know what you're up to. So I mean, um, tell us. Tell us, uh, John, um, about the last couple of weeks. Yeah, of course. So, uh, I mean, just, yeah, I think as I've sort of touched on before when I've been on here, it's just a massively bipolar nature of our, our season, really. Um, yeah, Enfield. Um, it was a strange one, Enfield, because I feel like, don't be wrong, I think, I suppose on the overall basis of things in the second half, we probably deserve to lose the game. But first half, we actually played really well. We sort of wore the match them. Um, so we'll start to look a bit more like a, a unit and outfit again. Only to yeah end up throwing that away in the in the second half. I mean yeah they they come out they were determined took their chances. So I think it was obviously a little bit deflating for everyone involved afterwards. I think a few people were a bit disgruntled. But then uh, yeah you knew what you know what I thought to myself. Well I'm going to be away next week, so I reckon we're guaranteed to win. <laughs> it's, it's always uh, the law. Yeah, I miss the best game of the season, and yeah Rick, Ricky come to town again. And first time I've done double over them since about. Oh, I think it was about 2014, last time we did that. So, uh, yeah, like you say, they just seem to, to lose their rag with us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've sort of heard everything back from, from the people who were there. I've seen the goals back, thanks to um, lovely girl who captures uh, all of our goals. And, uh, yeah, we seem to set up, play really well, took our chances when they come. So, hopefully, that gives us a bit of a springboard to do something, um, really, uh, coming into the next couple of games. I mean, I think we wanted to keep the momentum going. Um, but obviously, the most cursed fixture of the season seems to be Lewis at home at the moment because we just can't get on. Whether it's whether it's uh, rain, snow, cut postponement, it just seems like the most cursed fixture we could have. <laughs> so hopefully, we do actually get to play them at some point this century. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, now we're all focused on Margate on Saturday. So a bit more positive going into that one, really, especially with players going back, key players in the defence and that as well. Yeah, you got a fancy Margate, ain't you? Yeah, that's that's right. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. She's too. She's ah, too. Going to the Beano, mate. So the dolphin's coming out. 
Tep, just say Terry was only coming on it if they won yesterday and their game got called off. So because she's, oh, no. she's, she's at it with saying the same thing every week about mm -hmm. uh, Margate. Um, well, yeah, well, thanks for that. Um, John, I'll tell you who sure we talk to now. Let's talk to Aaron from Hashtag. So since you've been on, you lost to Horsham. You beat Averley in the Essex Cup. And um, yeah. you got a very good draw against uh, Cole Shorten, seeing as you were up short. Were you not 2-0 two, two down in that game? Yeah, we weren't great. Yeah. So, uh, tell us, tell us, Aaron. So, the Horsham game, I don't think how it started. Um, so, we scored quite early into the game. Pedro scored a uh, pretty decent finish, to be fair. Um, and then second half, they've got a, a centre... Is it a centre-half? In Horsham number four, Charlie Hestercook. He's always one that's always around everywhere. He's in the box. He's he's back. He's a very good player. He scored some absolute worldie which we couldn't really complain, really. And then they think they pretty sure they scored a free kick on you know, the 80th minute. Someone come on and scored a free kick. Mm. And again, it's, it's a great free kick. It's, it's just annoying, really. Um, the Avery game was, wow. We we came in thinking, right, obviously we want to win out of this. I don't mind pens. You know what I mean? They didn't start oh, an amazing... I hate pens, particularly after last <laughs> night. But anyway, carry on. It's content. It's content. <laughs> um, we then started quite well to be fair we were quite on top um, it was quite an equal first and second half to be fair and then just one lucky three ball from Sack um, set Luke one on one with the keeper keeper rushed out he chipped him 91st minute winner everyone's going mental oh, yeah, behind the goal um, and yeah I'm pretty sure if I'm, if I'm right I'm pretty sure now that's what led us up to um our game next Tuesday against Cole U. So I cannot wait. We've got Cole U away in the Essex semi-final, um, oh, which is massive. Um, I've, I've literally, I can't wait for that game. It's going to be crazy. Um, and then this weekend, Carl Shelton in absolutely torrential rain, which was not fun to try drum. It, yeah, we we started so slow in the first half, and they took two. They had two chances and took them really well. The first one was um, it come out to the box, and obviously where it's zipping on the wet Astro, he just smacked it from edge of the box. It's curled into the top left, um, and then they scored again with a, a header from a free kick that maybe wasn't a free kick, but it it resulted in the goal. Then second half, um, we were way more up for it. Um, the keeper. Somehow he the ball come to Misha. He's beat his man. He's had a shot. It's gone right down the neck of the keeper, but it's just gone through his legs and through his hands and just gone in. Oh, love it! <laughs> and we're just like, I mean, okay. Um, and then obviously from that we were giving the keeper stick just straight away, like, oh, you're gonna catch this one, mate. You're gonna catch it. Um, and then he made a great safety fair right by the end, and it fell to Misha. He just smashed up the half volley, 89th minute, bang, straight in the net. And we got a very, very good point out of it. And we, but yeah, we did, we, we weren't very happy the fact of how poor we were in the first half. We deserved a draw out of it. We could have maybe got a win out of it. But the way we started in the first half, we would have taken a draw any, any point at half time. Um, but yeah, and we had Bradshaw League called off last night, which was fun. I got down to London and they called it off. Yeah, oh, no. Who did you have? You had Bazchot Lee in the Velocity Cup uh, quarters. And they had a 2 p.m. inspection. Ref said, yeah, fine. Then they're like, we'll do a 531 when it's a two and a half hour drive. And we're just like, okay, we'll start going. Yeah. We won't go over the bridge. Oh, no. 
And we got to London and Bosch game off. I um, wish they'd have called our game off yesterday, but that's another story. I'll get to that. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we've we've got Wingate and Finch on the weekend, hmm. who when we played them at home, it was quite a tight match, to be fair. Um, they've got that Ruben Carvalho, who's quite decent. Um, so, but yeah, I've, I mean, I've had their food tonight, so that's one positive out of it. That's it. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, apart from that, nothing else really. It's sort of, we've had a bit up and down the last few weeks. Good cup win. And then we've got Wingate and then we've got Colchester next Tuesday, which is going to be amazing. No, no say, well, yeah. You should, you take a few, you, is it at Colchester or your It's place? at Colchester. It's at the grounds. Oh, nice. I think we've nice booked I've been out. there before. I've never been before. I've never been. No, nice ground. Um, yeah, I think we've been booked out. I think there's about 20 of us who have booked tickets already. And there are quite a few more who have booked tickets in other blocks. Um, but I know there are quite a few people coming down who are from that culture to sort of way. It should be good to go meet everyone. Yeah. But yeah. Good luck. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> right then. Okay, let's go on to Folkestone. Right, Rob. You ain't been on for ages. Yeah. You ain't been on for ages. <laughs> Lovely seeing you again. No. Um, and you. your your boys are um we're well, turning it around somewhat. You know we got uh looking at a comfortable win against Billericay. Um, yeah. Those Hastings old boys, uh, Mr. David Smith and uh, Kane Penn, getting yeah. goals for you. We're helping you out uh, there. And then yeah. uh, two late goals against Cray. Was it or was it the other way? No, around? they got two the other way well, around. Yeah. Other way around, Talk to me about it. Come on, talk to me about okay, it. Okay, right. So Tuesday night. It was my birthday as well. So, yeah, I'm not going to say it ruined it, but um, <laughs> we uh playing really well. We went uh, two in like one in like half time and then got second goal in the second half. Weather was like atrocious, really bad. Um, and then, so I would say probably the last 15 minutes, maybe the last 10 minutes of the game, um, there's a pretty innocuous challenge on the edge of the area on a prey player, and he didn't really make much of a meal of it. The referee he waved play on. And then when the move came to the end, he um he pulled the game back and gave our player a second yellow, sent him off. Everyone was a bit like, what, you know, where'd that come from? It, hey, was, it really wasn't got, much I've of a chance some, at all. I've got some talk about refereeing, mate. You know, oh, you, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah, people, please, go on. Rob, you, 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 I'll tell you, some beautiful are, stuff. They're, they're livid. I'm not joking. They're literally livid. You know, I try to be calm and collected about it all, really. But on the night, I was, I was steaming angry. Because he... Yeah, he, he just let the game, he just completely lost control of the game and he just let the game go to pot. And then, and then <laughs> they, they, they pulled the, they pulled the goal back from, from the free kick they got. Yeah. And, um, from playing 10 men. And then it's there just sort of piling it on. The conditions got worse and you could sort of see something happening. But it was coming towards the 90th minute. And then I was thinking he's going to give about four minutes here and he gave eight minutes. <laughs> Everyone was just like, what the fuck? Where did you get that from? It's like you'd laugh. Honestly, you didn't cry, but um, I yeah, crying. eight I minutes crying, late. But yeah, go on. Uh, and they got they got the uh, equalising the last with the literally last pick of the game, you know, because it, 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 it they just like went for it. Yeah. Then again, we should help. You know, when you tune it up, yeah, you know, you want to be able to see the game through, but you can't blame the referee for everything. But I mean, he, I don't like. I mean, I don't like to blame the referee particularly, but well, he yeah. had a shocker. He no, did. You, you, haven't, you haven't seen shockers yet. You haven't seen shockers <laughs> yet, Rob. You, oh, sure. That Lewis yeah. game. But anyway, we're not going to go. We're not going to go to that yet. But what about the Billericay okay. win? What about the Billericay win? You yeah, that? you're very good, mate. No, very good. Yeah, we, we've had some. We've had some decent wins. We've we've won at Enfield and Billericay. So I mean, you know, we, in fact, since um, since New Year's Day when we played Margate, which at that time when we played them, we were pretty much level points, level games. 
and I was thinking, you know, it's going to be, it's going to go either way. Yeah. I saw them get dragged down into it, and it's, we've sort of gone polar opposites, really. We picked up good results. We've had a few draws in there. We've lost too many games, and uh, we, you know, we look like we're going to be fine. You know, we look, it doesn't look like we're going to be in any sort of trouble at all, really. Uh, just finish as high as we can, maybe mid-table finish. Be happy with that. But, yeah, um, it's, it's really since new, uh, the New Year, the New Year's Day. And it's sort of just sort of changed around. So, because we were he's on a bad been run. getting a few goals, isn't he? I mean, he's. Yeah, he's a goal machine, isn't he? Smithy. He is. He's, he's brilliant. Uh, brilliant in the box, and he's a fox in the box, Smithy. And he's he found for us. his groove. He didn't want to score um, for us, uh, Rob. He, he, no, he just he needed needs, to be at Folkestone again, didn't he? He needs to feel the love, mate. That's what it yeah, is. He didn't feel the love yeah. in Hastings. Yeah, there's no, not, there's but, not much um, love in Hastings. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he's, um, he needs to play with a partner, really. Um, we've had him. Front on his own, and when he's played in a free up front and he's playing down the middle, he doesn't really, unless he has someone really close to him to link up with, he's a bit of a chocolate fire guard. But, um, we've well, got this lad Tom Derry playing for us, and I don't know if you know much about him, but he's a very sort of physical, uh, really good in the air. So, he's a lump, he's, he's a lump, down, he's he? a flick off everything. Yeah. He's, he's a bit of a lump, yeah, he's a bit of a lump, and he's he's really like handy, he can bring the ball down and. He's laying it off, and Dave's just like, you know, he's well happy with that. So this is really where all Dave's goals are coming from. From Tom Derry's lick-ons, and, you know, it's working. It's a good little partnership. It's like, a, you know, Phillips I'll, and Quinn. I'll note that. I'll tell Aggie. I'll tell I'll tell our boss that. All right. <laughs> a, bit, a bit of scouting okay, done mate. already there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, you, who you got Saturday yeah. then? So, uh, who's we got Saturday? I think we got, oh, I got offered to go. Oh. Is it Candy? I don't, I'm going to cheat now, and I'll find out for you. And through the the joy of editing, no one will ever know, Rob. Is it? Is it? Or is White it Whitehawk? Hawk. See, I don't know. It's Whitehawk, that's it. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, where some, where at? At your place going, or but... at Whitehawk? No, at Whitehawk. Yeah. All right, and you're not going? I'm not going, mate. No, I'm definitely not going. No, I can't. You know, it's it's hard term, and it's um, everyone's on high alert. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going Potter's Bar. I can't go. But that's just I'm skin. I'm, I've nah. spent too much money in football. Um, and that, uh, yeah, yeah. What well, um, this beer it costs lots of money. Um, all right, well, cheers for that, Rob. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, we'll go Ian as we I'll be do you at the end, and then I'll, after that I'll say a few things about Hastings. Probably start crying at some point, but that's just me. Um, Ian, <laughs> so we've got. I'm looking at your results here. Some tight, some very yeah. tight defeats. You know, like we. Obviously, just losing by the one goal to Bognar, just losing 1-0 to Horsham, who are a very dangerous team, and getting, a, I think, a decent draw against Whitehawk. I mean, you need wins now, but well, at least you got a point. But please, tell us, Ian. Yeah, so the draw against Whitehawk was was actually really disappointing. It was sort of, um, I mean, probably the, <clears throat> one of the most disappointing results we've had all season because Whitehawk didn't really look like doing anything at all throughout the game. Um, they were they were all right in the first half. It was kind of even, and then we we got our noses in front. And then with about sort of fifteen minutes to go, um, Tatch Kennedy, well, um, James Collins, who's a um, young lad we've got on loan from Watford, um, he played Tatch Kennedy in, only the keeper to beat, and he just falls over. And then sort of like five minutes later, Whitehawk are down the other end, and if um, and they if a pop shot takes a deflection and somehow just goes through. Dylan Barnes' hands, and it's it was a yeah just incredibly gutting draw because it really ought to have been three points, and that's really the problem. We're 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 competing in every game we're in at the moment. Nobody's really battering us, 
Um, I didn't go to Horsham last night, but they but and that looked a little bit one sided. Um, but by all accounts, when we played Bognor Regis, that was quite close. We had a draw against Folkestone, where neither side really had any chances. Um, and yeah, draw against Concord Rangers, which should have been three points as well. So, what Concord managed to play a game? Bloody hell! Yeah, um, I think that's. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> Was it at Concord, yeah. by the way, or was it at your place? Uh, that was at Concord. Oh wow! Did you did you didn't, did you go to the game? No, I didn't make that. It was on a okay. Tuesday night. The, oh, the, what would that smell have been like? <laughs> yeah, silly self like. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's really it. Like um, the last sort of you know the story, the the actual league table says three points in six games, which is not good enough if we if we want to have a chance of staying up. The actual performances, it's a lot better than that. But unfortunately at some point we're gonna to need to start converting decent performances into into results. One thing that is looking up for us at the moment is we got a few we've got a few players in on loan um who are we've got um a lad from Cambridge United who's um who looks pretty decent in defence. We've got uh, called Dan Carey Evans. We've got James Collins on loan from Watford. Who's a he, he just looks like a he just looks like a footballer. Like he sort of does a lot of running around and uh, um, and making making himself a nuisance. And um, we've also uh, we've also seen the return of Ben Allen, who is uh, my favourite Borough player because he's just an absolute total shit house, hundred percent of the time, full on. <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, it's wonderful to see. It's if you want to see like some somebody... of those play for Lewis shit houses, we'll go we'll get to that game. They yeah, do. go on. Sorry, yeah, we've go got on. a lot of those. We've got yeah. quite a few of those. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's just it's just he's a lot of fun to watch. Um yeah. like and he seems to just lean into the, this like armor oh, just you know pointlessly being a dick to goalkeepers and uh yeah. yeah. So uh yeah, need one on their side, didn't I? Let's face it. <laughs> We got that in a boy in our midfield with Charlie Edwards. And I think that was literally the sole reason our manager brought him in. Said, "Yeah, I just need, I just need a bit of a git in the midfield." <laughs> <laughs> I do think in general we have a problem where we're too nice. Um, so Dan Allen is doing his best to sort of rectify that. Nice, but yeah, so you know, decent, decent performances, but not the results at the moment. Which um, I mean, we are as things stand. I think we're we're pretty doomed. I mean, we we need to we need to start. Like I can. The thing is, we're still not any further away from the the end of the relegation zone than we were six games ago. It's still about five points, and you know, two or three stick two or three wins together, and we're we're out of there. But mm. the problem is, we just can't seem to do that. Yeah, I mean, but that was a tough run of fixtures you had there. So you know, I mean, it does. I know I'm saying this, and she's not on, but it does look like Margate's absolutely sinking like a stone. And Kingstonian so probably... too. Yeah, so... I mean, I think. I think just the fact that Concord have so many games means they'll probably get some results. But um, well, yeah, I mean it's it's going to be it's going to be four out of the five of us, I think, um, with Chesham the other team in the mix. When it gets harder for us on Saturday because we got we got Hornchurch. You got Hornchurch. Yeah. Well, they they're, they're an iffy team. They, we've got them after you actually. Can you break all their legs, please? Because we're a bit of a wobble at the moment. If you bend out an elbows in there for a moment. I'm just a bit gutted to see uh, Michael Donoghue. I will be gutted to see Michael Donoghue playing for the opposition. Yes, I know. I'm not gutted about Tyler Christian Law playing for Hornchurch because he was not an impressive midfielder for us. But um, or Femi Akinwanda. So um, yeah, well, we we got our forward uh, David Rodari's on a last time. He needs to get one more booking. He's going to get a ban, and he's going to get booked against Potter's Bar. 
and then he'll miss Hornchurch, and then he'll be like, how how on earth are we going to score a goal? But there you go. Sorry, Ian, I'm butting in on you there, mate. Any any more? Uh, that's all right. I'm, I think I'm done. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. About how's the fanzine going, by the way? Uh, what, what, what's going on? Is it the latest one out now? Yeah. So we've um, we've not quite sold it out. Still available via our um, via our utb.bigcartel.com. Um, uh, Say that again. Bloody hell, that was a bit quick. Go on. So utb.bigcartel.com. Oh, okay. So it's online only. No, no, no. It's a it's a paper fanzine. Oh, well, we can post it to you. Oh, okay. All right. So what, um, but what... yeah, so we've, we've nearly sold it out. Sold about hundred odd copies of that, which is which is pretty good. good. Got lots of lots of positive feedback. Um, That's impressive. Probably, probably more positive feedback for, for this one than any of any other fanzine we've done. So uh, um, that's that's pretty nice. Have you got like any pictures in it? I mean, like, have you got like a page seven fella? I mean, who's any sort of centerfold? No, sorry, I'm not. showing my age here, mate. But go on. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe George Sambu. He would be. He, yeah. would, he would be our. Page seven, page three, right. but you know, um, maybe that's one for issue twelve. Yeah, no, thank you. Sorry, I'm going off into a tangent there. Am I right? I know RV wants to speak now because uh, those gits at Lewis took six points off <laughs> us this season. Um, but last couple of weeks, Lewis, very. In- I've, I've never understood actually what was going on at Lewis because I thought you lot were destined to make the playoffs, even though you're quite an annoying team. I, I say that in the nicest way. But like, and then and then you'd lose games where I'm thinking, how are you losing that one? But that goes for quite a lot of the clubs in this league. So yeah, you you you. I'm seeing here we got you got Wingate and Finchley where you you lost comfortably uh, at three nil. Then you got mm-hmm. the, then you look, look, it would appear lost comfortably again against Billericay, and then obviously you got that that um, very decent result yeah. against um, Hastings um, at at the pilot field with the help of uh, a ref and two linesmen, but the help of the Hastings defenders as well. So, don't, yeah, um, please, over to you, Harvey, please. Go on, talk to me about the last couple of weeks of football. That's okay, no worries. Just start again, mate. Sorry, yeah, my internet's really dodgy. Your internet is dodgy? Is that because you're looking uh, at those naughty channels, same. mate? The way it's really... <laughs> nah. Uh, no, yeah, anyway. All right, the way we lose these games... Like we 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 we've, we've shipped about 15, 15, 16 goals in four games or whatever it is. To every around this time of year, we seem to we we start the year really well. We win three or four in a row, and then it will drop off massively. So like we did that at the early earlier point of the season. We lost to uh, Concord four one or something, and now now again we've lost to Billericay twice and a few few other games. But we always seem to make it hard for ourselves because then we go on this little run in February, March, April to try and make a little push, but we never we kind of do ourselves over at the start of the season. Because I went, the Billericay game away especially, I went to that, uh, That was the, we lost 5-0. And it was just such a weird game, because like, we played, we played Bogner a few weeks, a few days before I think, on New Year's Day, and we, like, we only won 1-0, but we played quite well. And then if you, like the same week, we were like, oh yeah, we're going to, I'll get a result against Billericay, I'll be happy with that. And then we just, we just have random off days. And it, it seems to kind of, it seems to kind of translate into massive dips in form which is what's happened in the past few weeks but um yeah obviously last last saturday we could we I wanted to, to talk about your defeats first thinking, but you yeah, want to go straight to the hastings game i don't worry go on go on go on talk about the hastings game go on i'm yeah, well, my medicine here don't worry mate go on well it kind of it, it becomes part of that because the way when we're in these bad these bad little slumps we think oh yeah it just never seems to end and we went up to hastings thinking oh yeah they'll probably do us here because we're the way we play and our our main striker, his name's Tommy Wood. Uh, he's been 
he was dropped, I think, against... We played Kosh Outwin at home, and he was dropped. And then he was dropped again against Billericay at home. And he was also dropped against Hastings. So he ended up playing uh, Kieran Murta, his name is, up front. And he's, I think he's 35, and he's a CDM. And he played up front. Oh, you're so, making yeah, me feel worse. This might be a long day. <laughs> but he ended up playing really well. <laughs> yeah. well it, it but yeah, we played, we played a... It does help when our centre-half heads it to him. But yeah, go on. Go on, mate. Go on. Sorry, I'm cutting in. Sobby, I I must stop that. Please. Sorry. Are we going, mate? No, it's fine. No, you're fine. You're fine. I I waffle on a lot, so... No, you don't. Uh, Yeah, but we we played a whole pretty makeshift team, really, with with a a, a makeshift striker. But he ended up playing quite well. And yeah, I do think... There was a lot of reactions on on social media and stuff. There's a lot of reactions on social media about the, the officiating. Which obviously, it I'm was, going to I get think, there. I'm going to get there, mate. But I want you to talk over. about your your great win. Go on, go on, please. Yeah, but with the help of potentially refs and stuff. But I think we played quite well. I think that the the the, the team yeah. kind of gelled together quite well, and we knew it was going to be a like a like a scrappy game, and it was. But we kind of dug in quite well, which is something we don't really do a lot because, especially when we go behind, we kind of drop our heads a lot. And it gets worse and worse. But we started well. I think if we start a game well, which we did, then we can kind of get a good result. And I think um, hopefully, I mean, we've got. I think we've got Chatham on the weekend. We can kind of carry on from there because it's. It was a, if we play like that, we should be fine. Please beat them. I can't stand Chatham. Please beat <laughs> them. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Also, we had a couple uh, last season. He was at Cray. So he's at Lewis. Jake, his name's Jamie Maskell, the left back. Mm. He was at Lewis for a, a good. I think the whole season last season. Then he went to Cray Wanderers, and now he's just joined Chatham. And we've got this. He went to he was at Hornchurch briefly as well, actually. And he seems to like react because we played Cray first game of the season this season, and he kind of got involved with the crowd, and it made us like a little little rivalry thing, which is all good fun, obviously. But he now plays for Chatham, so hopefully you get a tackle or something on him, and it because it he seems to react badly to the Lewis fans. It's quite weird. Oh, what can you say? I mean, are you going? You're going to go to the Chatham game? It's at home, so yeah. Oh, is that we oh, played sorry. away already. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I went to that. We lost chat. We lost the chat game away dreadfully as well. We lost that three 0 I think. Well, um, is that all you're going? Right, come on. You beat you beat Hastings. You took six points off us. Is that all you're going to say about that win? Well, I was expecting well, far worse than that. No, I mean I don't like to <laughs> to rag on teams really. I mean I do, but I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're being nice. You're being nice. I don't. In all honesty, in all honesty, I don't remember. Apart from like apart from the goals and stuff, obviously, I don't remember much of the game because I was quite pissed. But you know, well, that's good. I like, was watching it back. Well, I hope you didn't well. bring your own in and you bought lots of beer at the clubhouse. You bought your yeah, own. yeah, we did. That. We, we were talking about that as well. We no, no, no. We we bought beer. The way Hastings are set up is a nice ground. It's a nice little clubhouse and a nice, nice, nice ground. We were talking about that. It's good. But yeah, I don't remember a ton of the game. We've all been there. Don't worry, I Arby. Thought... We we've all had that situation. Yeah. Well, I do remember the game. But we, 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 I'll take. Well, so you've already spoke about Chatham. So I'll just quickly go into my one. So it's yeah, been yeah. a great week in the, the Hastings uh, the last couple of weeks. Hang on, right. So we played Horsham uh, at the Pilot Field, and we got schooled by Horsham, uh, a player that doesn't play for us anymore. Tommy Penfold scored another own goal. Um, I think he was playing against you, wasn't he, Tommy Penfold? Um, he did, yeah. He did, yeah. He did he, that was his last game for Hastings, funnily enough. Um, I'll leave that there. Uh, he's no longer at the club. <laughs> we also had a guy called Joseph um, Gieby, who was in defence uh, at the Horsham game, um, and he's no longer at the club. Um, so, yeah, we've had some defensive issues. Um, 
uh, yeah, uh, Horsham are very good. Uh, they're a good team. They're, they're quite an awkward um, team, but they, they sussed us out. Decent press. Um, old John Meany, uh, somebody who was a coach, uh, assistant coach at Hastings, a lovely man. Um, they're, they're about to have a, him and his missus are about to have a kid. I can't say enough uh, nice things about John Meany. He's at Horsham, an excellent coach there. And he kind of, he absolutely schooled us tactically. Um, and we never really looked in the game. Um Absolute worthy winners. Uh, then we move on to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cry now. I think I'm gonna cry. Uh, so we got. <laughs> then we, we we move on to the Lewis game. So from my perspective, I was working the match day commentary uh, first off. Um, I must say, 2,700 people at the <clears> game. Um, great stuff. A lot to Lewis there as well. Yeah. Um, some good support from your boys. Um, great to see that many people at the ground. Uh, I think the omens were clear when the commentary kept breaking up all the time. We had to pack it in at half time, the commentary, because it just the tech issues were going haywire. But particularly first goal, um, a direct pass from one of your lads. Defender headed it. Uh, you're yeah. not going to remember any of this because you you were already probably drunk. But and and then uh, one of your lads played a great ball into the the to the chap that scored in the end. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's our kind of makeshift striker. Yeah, day, it was, yeah. I, I mean the thirty-five-year-old central defensive midfielder. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the one. To be honest, it was a cool as a cucumber. <laughs> a lovely, well-taken goal on a pitch that really I felt the game should have been called off. It was at that sort of. It was that bad, like really yeah. heavy pitch. Um, but financially, it was excellent for for the club that we got the game going. So maybe we take that that medicine that we lose the game. Um, in the game itself, um, but in terms of the ref, uh, just to quickly add on to the. I know everyone complains about a referee, but I'll give you a couple of examples. Right, First of all, the linesman indicated to the fans that Lewis were 3-1 up at one point. He turned around to the fans and was shat, uh, indicating to the, the Hastings fans 3-1 up. Um, yeah, so that was one of the things that um, didn't go down well with the Hastings fans. But the, the, uh, yeah. I, I must say it was we got a hilarious sending off, uh, Jack Dixon, um, there was you've got I think it's your yeah, left, your left back um is it your left back who uh just doesn't like standing up very much he likes to fall on the floor a lot and our winger Freddie Leg kept trying to go near yeah, him uh, yeah that, that he, sounds familiar yeah he he was anticipating contact a lot anyway so uh, we oh, ill disciplined from Hastings we eventually lost it because the ref wasn't picking it up with all the stuff that was going on. Um, Jack Dixon had a tantrum, started pounding the ground. So obviously the ref's coming over to him to book him for descent. Yeah. And as he does it, Jack Dixon claps in and then the ref sends him off with, so, within seconds. So you could say within the letter of the law, yes, fine, you've clapped him, you should go off. But I just felt that he could have just took the oxygen out of the situation a little bit and just said, look, you know, button it or you're going off the pitch, you know. But didn't happen, kind of made it a little bit about him. The get the game from a Hastings perspective. That's all we really remember is the ref. Um, we had John Ufer clean through last man. Your lad took took John Ufer down. It's probably about thirty ish yards out. Took him out. Uh, and the momentum of the ball and because John's a f fairly honest player, is he kind of rolled down and got up again to run. So the ref waved play on. And then five yards later, what the the next last man took him out again. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. yeah, and I don't know if you've seen the highlights yet, but um, and then so then what happens is do do we see any red cards? No, we don't. We he books both players that have done those challenges, but he then takes the free kick back where the first offence happened. It's like, well, you waved play on, 
Um, I didn't understand what was going on there. I mean, there was quite a lot of things that he was doing, and uh, that that, that I think our, our manager is going to be getting a um, a certain amount of match bans probably soon. Because um, yeah, we're not not happy with the refereeing. Uh, not, but equally not happy defensively. We we did gift you a couple of goals. Obviously, the third goal was where we would just pushed everyone forward, and you, you guys were trying to waste time as any other team would do towards the end. And so you get you, you finish the game off, and and well done to you. You know, I think I'm not. I'm I'm more annoyed with the ref than like yes, Lewis have taken six points, so you've got bragging rights. But um, yeah, that was slightly annoying. And then we move on to Ashford in the um. The, the the uh velocity champions league uh they, they we struggle to score against ashford and lose on penalties and um yeah that was it's not been the best week um for hastings united but that's why we follow football didn't we for the ups and downs yeah yeah chris what was the um mm. what what sort of side did you put out for the ashford game is it a very strong side good side good side should have should have won should have won yeah well on paper, should have won. I, I was <clears> impressed <throat> with Ashford. And it's the last time I was there was when, before they did the pitch up. So, because you know, it was, uh -huh. I don't know anyone that's ever been Ashford. I'm sure a few of you have. Um, it was a, yeah. like a minefield of an Astro. Um, uh, yeah, they had a carpet yeah. fit, didn't they? It's, it's nice. That's it's what I heard. It's lovely. It's, lovely. <laughs> it's beautiful yeah. now. Mm. Yeah. It's beautiful now. I had heard a room they had a carpet company do it before. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. And we typical <laughs> Ashford though, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, it's beer that they 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 just set up defensively, but we just couldn't break them down. And we were, you know, you know, one that I mean, we've all been there like that, that one of those games where it's we're not passing the ball quick enough, passive, and it, we're almost like well, we're waiting for Ashford to make a mistake. And it was like they done really well, they defended well, and they had a couple of chances, but then our penalties, I think the second penalty went up into the um, went nearly over the stand, and it was like, oh, here we go. So, you know, <laughs> it's a lottery. In it, so that's us out. Of that that's yeah. the trebles off, the double still on. <laughs> we still got Sussex yeah. Cup and uh, the league to win, but um, <laughs> it's not looking <laughs> as likely. But uh, those playoff spots, it, it is. I mean, it is anyone's. I mean, I, I mean, I'm strongly favouring sort of like your your um, Horsham's and your Enfields for those spots. But I mean, what do you guys think? Who's who's going to get those spots in the end? Yeah, shortcomings at moment. Yeah, I mean, you say I think with Horsham's little games in their hands and now I don't know. There's... I saw games in hand. Awesome. I think, yeah, you think they were going to yeah, they put together. They've got, they've got two or three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they can sort of put together a run on that, then I think you probably have to look at them at the very least grabbing that last spot. But, you know, it's, it can all just be about who can stream together some kind of form at this time of year. I mean, with um, with Enfield, um, I mean, they can be up and down their results. And I think they've still got those um, European games and the Phoenix Trophy is slotting as well, haven't they? So, um, yeah, it's just... Yeah, see exactly. So again, it can it can all it can all just come down to say who's, who can set up best, organise. I mean, we had that last year really where we just kept momentum together, and that's what forced us further and further up. So yeah, but I mean, like I say, if it seems like the only sort of clear sides really at the moment up there are obviously Chapman, Horsham. Um, other sides, yeah, just <laughs> with the nature of this league, they can throw in absolute horror shows one week and then seem like we'll beat us the next. Yeah, I mean, you can say the same yeah. bottom, really, I guess, I, as well. It's like think... who you ever get some form together now out of that would be the ones who escape, but it's just who does it. Yeah. It's a lot, right? Go on, Harvey, are you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, I think, yeah, Hornchurch and Chatham are definitely, obviously Hornchurch definitely 
Chatham and Villaricky, I think, are pretty good. Were pretty good bets as well. But those last two spots, I think, are always. It was like this last season as well. A lot of these, those last two spots are very tight because there's something like like six points between third, fourth and ninth or something like that. But there's a the way this league is again with the with the velocity cups and the county cups and the Europe. It's it it can all kind of come down to the last few weeks because everyone's played all the cup games are over and it everyone's focusing just on the league and, and it's just about who can kind of get some momentum because. Even teams nearer the bottom, well, not the bottom, uh, nearer the mid-table, like Dulwich, aren't. I wouldn't even fully count them out yet because the way it's just that this league is so, um, like I can't think of the word now, but it's so it's so it changes so quickly where it can kind of one week you can every team can lose at the top and one week the next week every team can win. So it's 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 very hard to call. That's why I think, as, especially nearer the start of the season, people think like if you win a couple of games in September, October, you think, oh yeah, we're gonna easily get the playoffs or something and you can't really call it until much later in the season i mean even can be if they win their three games in hand they're one point behind hastings i I want to be very optimistic people are optimistic we'll we'll see i mean like i say we're the sort of team who can beat billericke quite comfortably and then go lose to margate on saturday so it's again like you say it's consistency that's what we've got to try and sort but yeah like i say it could be could be anyone's race at the moment it's just who Who's got the grit to see it through now? Yeah, if Concord win their seven games in hand, they're in the playoffs. Let's see if I can get them seven games on. It was like last year in the South. Like, I think they ended up playing I think for about three weeks consecutive. Um, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday. And in the, it looked like they were almost going to do it until about uh, two games from the end when they lost a uh, hand at home. And we had just lost to Avery at that point in the playoffs. And I was like, oh, thank you, God, I needed something to cheer me up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lads. Any other, any stuff around your clubs that you want to bring up, mention, anything coming up in the next couple of weeks? Well, it's like one thing, really. We've signed, um, I don't know if everyone's seen all the controversy at Potter's Bar. We've just signed that lad, um, we had the guy called Jermaine, who was at Potter's Bar, tried to go abroad. Potter's Bar basically messed up his documents and stuff, didn't let him go. He now left Potter's Bar and joined us. Um, and when I was actually at Waker and he, he was there, um, I, I remember he's, he's got a brace against Canby. Uh, sorry, John. Um, we, <laughs> Don't rub it in. Everyone does it something. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were one that we up. He scored a great goal. Then when it was 2 2, 90th minute, he scores the winner, runs over to us, jumps on us. Uh, amazing day and he walked out that tunnel um, to go train on his debut saw me massive smile big hug uh, very 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 good player he, he, he could he could go pro at any time he's a right back he can play right mid he's got a great cross on him great strike on him he's a very good player he speaks well and he gets down in flanks really quick at all doesn't he yeah, you're not his does, agent yeah. are you Aaron no no no, no his I'm agent, his agent. oh okay he'll himself out the video <laughs> <laughs> especially if he goes pro I see it break it in son. Get them agents, please. <laughs> All right, yeah. So he's he's playing for you. All right, okay. Where, so, where was he meant to, to go abroad? Yeah. Is there was, was there any idea? Was going to go? I'm pretty sure. I think it was like Turkey or something. Yeah. Um, you had the chance to sign pro. We've done all the training out there, and then they just messed up his documents and didn't let him go before the contract shut before the the uh, window shut. shut. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, because on the European good. spectrum, I mean, that's not the worst standard of football. I mean, normally when you see players from Ismian go end up playing in Europe. It tends to even be somewhere sort of deep in the Scandinavian wilderness or in like the Faroe Islands or something, isn't it? So yeah, I'd say it would be good. But one of my you know, mates just can... went 
one of my, one of my mates just went pro from it was at Saffron Walden and he just signed a pro contract in Kosovo. It's, That's crazy. It's crazy. Well, what, what was that name? Because I love to keep up with these uh, stories. Darnell, oh, what, the guy that we signed, or I oh, know the one who's gone pro in Kosovo. Oh, Darnell Katambo. Oh yeah, I've very, heard. I've heard that. Yeah, he's fighting around the Essex senior and that quite a bit, wasn't he? I think he's been a few clubs there. That yeah, way, he was. It was with, when I was again when I was down local. He was down there for a bit. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. We need. Well, it's good to have an agent on. We used to have an agent on old um, agent Malk, but he he's he's at Ramsgate these days. Anyone else? Anything else to mention, guys? Or I'll finish up. Uh, I don't think so. I'm not really going to make unless you want to hear about how I was in Hamburg, but I just think I was trying to. Yeah, you went to Hamburg. Yeah, no, that was that was fun old time. I mean, uh, actually, uh, watching well. I say we were going to wat